been listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton. And here at What's in the Box, we're committed to team composition. We've got the speedy glass cannon dressed from head to tippy toe in spandex, <laughs> Kyle Sandin. My specialty is a sweaty Zumba session. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I am into that. More than you know. All right. The Nordic juggernaut with a big ass and a bigger heart, Hunter Sealock. It's the it's the ass. That's why Kyle and I can't wear the same <laughs> costume. It's too big. It's too, it's too big. It's too much to ask of spandex, sir. My Zumba's working. Yeah. <laughs> Make your pulo go And crazy. rounding it. Running out the group, <laughs> we've got the Black Magic Mage with the biggest wand, Brooks Nickel. You just say my wand's big because I'm doing black magic? <laughs> Is it a black wand? <laughs> Would you insinuate when you start shouting out early on in the podcast no. here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brooks, I know my wand's huge. It's, Brooks, it's what's more racist, a, a black voice or a black face? Do what now? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> I just want to hear you say blackface again. Go ahead again. Yeah, 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 sure. Shut up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what's, what's more racist, Brooks? Uh, a black voice or blackface? Uh, all of the above. Oh, that's a, that's a nice answer you got there, bud. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, man. Keep it real PC that's, here. That's great. That's great. Um, well... This week, we are going to be discussing the Overwatch Rule Queue, which came out uh, Tuesday. Is that right? Yes. This week? Okay, awesome. And then we're going to talk about Vigor, which had a free-to-play weekend. It is in its 0.9 patch at the moment. It's going to go version 1.0 here at the very end of summer. And uh, so we're going to talk about where the game's at there. And then, uh, as kind of a closing feature, we're going to discuss our top three games we're looking forward to this fall. But before we get to that business, I'm going to toss it to Brooks, the man who doesn't see color, doesn't hear color. <laughs> nope. Um, I sure to don't. Tell us a little bit about uh, Apex Legends' latest, uh, let's call it a faux pas. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, all these all these people out here are saying, "Hey, we're we're done with loot boxes," you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and and well, they're not saying that to be fair. They're they're saying we're going to tell you what your odds are in our loot boxes, but not not Apex. Apex said we're going to give you this sweet ass new weapon, and it's only going to cost you 170 bucks. So you know, which is a, a, a bold <laughs> move for a free to play game. Bold yeah. move, Cotton. Yeah, I, I just realized I didn't link the story on the rundown on that. Uh -huh. so yeah, I and I didn't, look, I didn't look it up either. So Okay. <laughs> I okay. that was just the amount of news well, that there was. No, no, I apologize. <laughs> it's kind of a weird Did thing. Did I get close? Did I get close? Yeah, I mean, you, you didn't say anything and wrong. Yes. That's what that's you amazing. subscribe to what's in the box is just <laughs> blind guessing and, and banter about stuff that I might not even know about. But I think yes. everyone that. You might time say time our in. podcast is a loot box itself. Mm. You just never know what you're going to get. Just Kyle, be careful because we're going to have to have close the odds idea. of their enjoyment, and I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. So, 
Yeah. We're we gonna talk about ice cream or we're we gonna talk about jacking off horses. It's, oh, it's usually one or the other. We came out of the box this this time pretty hard with some black cock, so uh we're we've expanded the portfolio. Yeah, yeah, that was regrettable. <laughs> um Okay. Well what, what how it's set up on this $170 total. So to get the axe you have to get every other cosmetic that's a part of their solo event. And to get all of those crates, you can only unlock two apparently by playing. And to buy the rest of them, it would cost you $160. Okay. Lord. Once you buy all of them for $160, you don't get the axe. This now don't. gives you the opportunity to get the axe. <laughs> It, oh my you have God. just checked the box to get the the pleasure, the luxury of spending more money to then get the axe. So a lot of people are freaking out and super and blessed. They were, they and they were so. doing so well. Yeah, I mean, Even I just that shitty season pass. I mean, they were still doing well. Like, cool game, cool concept, great job. And now they're just going to hell in a handbasket. Like, fuck you, you're not getting new maps. We'll give you a character. Enjoy that. Yeah, uh, pay one hundred and seventy dollars for this axe that probably does the same amount of melee damage. Right, right, right. It's just a purely oh, cosmetic. cosmetic. It's for um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Bloodhound. It's for Bloodhound. Like Wraith oh, has that wow. knife or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's just for mm-hmm. one character. So maybe you need to play Bloodhound. That's you know, adorable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're gonna tag the address to the marketing manager at the end of this episode <laughs> just for anybody's. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, go ahead and send him a check for like 20 bucks or something because that motherfucker's got to be like addicted to a drug he can't afford or something. I mean, yeah, oh, shit. That's, that's, you might yeah, say Wario shaped ecstasy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he didn't get the bitcoins to, to pony up and <laughs> it's hurting him. Yeah, it's crazy to me is that it's only the one character. Like, you're gonna make me spend yeah. all this money. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Well, like, even if I was willing to spend $200, right? How 170. Yeah. What if I'd never played Bloodhound? Like I don't never play Bloodhound. I'm I'm dog shit with him. <laughs> yeah. So like, oh well, you lost me. Like that's kind of I don't know. That's fucking wild yeah. to me. It's yeah, dumb on several levels. Yeah, but they'll get the money. Somebody's somebody's right. kids got their mom's credit card. They'll get it. They'll get a handful of them. Uh, they'll get a pop yeah. full of them. I'll be curious Let's to see know. It on the eBay. Yeah, exactly. I'll be I'll be curious to know what the numbers are on that. How much it made them? <laughs> yeah, I. I just feel like they don't fucking need to go this route. Like, what? No. I, they've got a fine game. They have a much better season pass this time around. Um, they're adding new modes. All that's good. And, and having event-specific loot. Cool. But there's no reason to do, like Like, this does way more damage to your game. Because I'll tell you right now, seeing this story made me go, fuck that. I don't want to play Apex. Mm-hmm. Like, almost just on principle, I'm like, no, nope, if you're right. going to be doing that kind of stuff, I don't really want to play your game. Because it's reminded me of, like, you know, toward the end of when we were playing Black Ops 4, they yes. started putting yeah. all those guns in the crates and stuff. Like, that started to trickle in, and that's become more of a problem since we, we really uh, stopped playing with any regularity. And when, when you're constantly reading about that, you're just like, man, I don't really appreciate how this company's doing business. There are many video games I could be playing. I think I'm going to play something else. <laughs> like, yeah. 
I'll throw my money elsewhere. So I, I wish wish they wouldn't go that route because they're sitting on a fine product and there's there's really no reason. And we gave them money. And we gave them money. Sure. You, yeah. I, you and I did for sure. I mean, uh, we talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Exactly, Kyle. <laughs> Thank I <didn't> you. <laughs> you're, you're, you're pointing out that flaw. I mean, we, we literally, we got the game for free. We played it. This is cool. Let's give them, what, 30 bucks, whatever, you know, we figured that game was worth. We'll give it to you. Absolutely. Founders Pack. That's what it was. Buy the Founders Pack. Yeah. You don't, we didn't, you don't get anything crazy for that. But it's like, hey, you know, Josh put it in perspective. Here's a contribution towards a video game that you release for free that's finished, which is rare anymore, and enjoyable. And we'll yep. give you some money. And then you pull this shit on us. It's, it's, old, it's the old dirty deuce, what they did to us. It, yeah, it seems deuce. like... It seems like a kick in the dick to you guys that that gave them money. Like you said, you weren't really getting much out of it. It was more of a contribution to a service already rendered that wasn't that payment wasn't necessary on per se. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like, I don't know. Like guys, like I didn't buy the Founders Pack or spend a dime on the damn game. So, like guys like Kyle and I that didn't spend any money. It's just like, oh fuckers, you didn't get thirty off of it. You think you're going to get a hundred and seventy? You know, right. so like their their target wasn't me because no. i wasn't going to give them that for any chance in hell so what are they trying to coax people like you guys out that were willing to give them money for the product that you really enjoyed you know yeah. and it's like oh damn that damn, was great Hunter. but also yeah, you, suck my cock and give me 170 dollars bam there he is again <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> we missed it's fire those four we didn't acknowledge that, that kyle's back or that that hunter's back this week we kind oh of yeah under the rug and he'll be gone next week. Is it next week you're gone? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He's going to quit again. A rare treat. Enjoy him while you got him. He's Ladies a traveling man. He's a traveling man. Yeah. He's like, a busy guy. You never know when like I'll be back. You keep coming back to. Yeah. I'll be back. Oh, yeah. Because what you get is just, <laughs> it's pure in every form. Yeah. I'll, I'll ramble on to the next thing here. This is a, just a quick note. Um, we oh, try I thought you were going to list every. Every oh, you can read all of them. <laughs> Happy to do it. Happy to do it, and see how and see how fast you can do it. Yeah, you can get through it in a minute and thirty seconds. I think it'll probably take me nine minutes, but I'm happy to use the, that time. So um, you've tried. <laughs> oh wait, there's a second page. My bad. Oh, yeah. there's more than two pages, bud. There's several. Um, there is an Xbox Super add-on sale this week. And the reason I wanted to bring it up is they're honestly like a lot of very deep discounts on games that have come out the last year on add-ons for them. So if you didn't pick up the Assassin's Creed DLC for one, that's in there. Uh, the Hitman 2 season pass is discounted pretty heavily, uh, which that game's fucking Forza city. Stuff? Um, yes, there's Forza stuff. Uh, I think some of the packs for oh. GTA are on a discount. Ooh. GTA the game GTA 5's half off and the sale by itself but then they've got some with the game and some uh shark card bundles but you can get just the game for half off if you've been waiting on that for whatever reason yeah I even noticed some games that aren't listed properly on the sale for whatever reason their add-ons are on sale I don't know why that is but I uh, just out of curiosity, I looked up on Destiny and just to see if their annual pass was for sale, and it's like fifteen dollars this week. So, okay. uh, oh, hell yeah, that's pretty cheap for that one if if you don't have it. And then, um, yeah, a, a lot of good stuff in here. So if there's some content you're missing on games, Call of Duty has, a, has quite a bit of their titles with DLC for uh, with DLC for sale. 
Yes. Yeah, so that's that's kind of rare. So if, if you have some Call of Duty games you enjoy and would like additional content for, they're there as well. So just wanted to point that out for all you smart shoppers out there looking to save a buck. Including in that is um, the uh, like the Monster Hunter, the original Monster Hunter, some DLC and shit like that, uh-huh. which one of their big expansions is coming up in the next couple of months. That so right. trying to get caught up on Monster Hunter World uh, in September, early September. They're doing a big update on that. They've got some of that stuff on the addition, the add-on sale. Oh, yeah. Great game. Speaking of updates, huh? Speaking of updates, Kyle, won't you take us on down to Update Town? (laughs) Yeah. HQ Nordic providing (laughs) updates on Saints Row 5. Who gives a fuck? Uh, But Dead Island 2 and Time Splitter franchise. (laughs) Did I not link this either? Guys, You did. No, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw a link for it. Shit. Is Bruce just uh, going in and deleting my links? The hefty updates. I've been, yeah, I just delete stuff on the rundown. Is that not what you want me to do? (laughs) Well. (laughs) Sorry about that. Go ahead, Kyle. Hefty update on these these games. Yeah. I thought we were doing something different. My man. Hefty is in maybe a paragraph for each (laughs) game, and that was it. I was expecting a lot more update, but like the update for Dead Island 2 was that uh, it's now being developed by Dan Buster Studios, who recently worked on Homefront the Revolution. Which that's is it. not a good sign, because that game was ass. Yep. Yeah. And the second bad sign... Huge update. Yeah. The second bad sign is that's the third studio that has worked on Dead Island 2. Well, maybe they'll oh, throw in the writers shit. from... Uh... Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah. <laughs> that game be a double negative. It'll, it'll like turn it positive. Oh, Maybe. yeah. It, man, I... Oh. I don't even know why you would make Dead Island 2, to be honest with you. Dead Island I mean, 1 wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. Bad, but but like, a lot of the people who made it went on to do Dying Light, which is fucking bad. awesome. Like, Dying oh, Light's yeah. way better than Dead Island. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So, there you go. We'll see what that turns into. <laughs> The next bit for Sans Row 5, this uh, <laughs> article by Polygon was kind of funny because they said it, uh, the developer Volition is deep in development Mayo. on Sans Row 5. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, that was about it. Four? It's, yeah. just that it's in development. So. <laughs> or was 5 the one that came out recently? <laughs> Uh, no, four the, came out a few years ago. They they really haven't released. Twenty thirteen says here. Yeah, uh, and then there was oh, like a little spinoff called Sans Row Get Out of Hell in twenty fifteen. Yeah, and then gotcha. the Volition did that Agents getting, of Mayhem game. Yes, I was getting uh, crossed. I was thinking uh, that game with Terry Crews or whatever. Oh, Crackdown. Crackdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my. Yeah, mm-hmm. you good? Yeah, they say it's a full entry into the Sans Row series. Mm. So, get ready for that penetration. Yeah, love Ooh. the full entry. <laughs> All right. And then the last huge update is but uh, time splitters. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Steve Ellis and Kyle. Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong on this. Uh, he was one of the guys on the original game. Yes, right? to bring him in to kind of like lead the, of the design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so he's gonna help. He's going to help uh, plot the story for us. So I am looking forward to this. Ah. 
had some good times on the old one. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I was, was it Time Splitters mm. Two that was on the yeah. GameCube. Mm-hmm. That one was a masterpiece. A masterpiece. I think that's a masterpiece. Yeah, two was great. They had a arcade cabinet games too, didn't they? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, think, it, I think maybe that was Time Crisis. I don't know. Anyways, they're definitely Time Crisis. Rick, maybe <laughs> just, so. Just hitting with all the 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 facts hey. tonight. I like it. I'm just <laughs> coming in. Try my best here, motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not in this next one, Josh. You're gonna have to. Oh, okay. Sometimes I have it. It's been a kerfuffle. Cool. Oh, did I not link that or oh is Brooks? If you that? feel like Brooks isn't exploring the truth enough, um maybe you'd be interested in what the Ubisoft vice president has to say about exploring politics enough in games. Yeah, that's because that's what we all know we've been missing in all of our video games when we've been in our little bitch corners. Like, you know what I want? I want you More to talk politics. to me about fucking politics. That's what I you want. Are, you are now entering uh, Hunter's angry corner. I was about to oh, say that, you bastard. God damn it. This is it. so much nonsense. Okay, so I'm going to... I'll spare you most of the details. Again, because this, this is another Kotaku article. is written by uh, Stefan Totillo. Get a better last name, sir. It's... Uh, <laughs> The vice Pow! president of Ubisoft <laughs> is Tommy Francois. Now, if you were to Google image a picture of Tommy <laughs> Francois, all this shit would make uh-huh. total sense. He looks exactly like a person that would try to tell you that he should be responsible for telling you what politics should be <laughs> oh, going on nice. through your video video game media. Okay, okay. Now, now correct uh, me if I'm wrong. Does he look like Brooks if Brooks were painted... By Leonardo DiCaprio as one of his French girls. <laughs> Maybe with the safe search off. Ooh, oh okay. god, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Without any search filters, perhaps. Okay, okay. All right. I think I'm there. I think I'm there. Only if only, <laughs> only if Brooks used like beeswax beard balm. Oh <laughs> no. Then oh. you've got Tommy Josh Francois. I do. So <laughs> so Here's <laughs> yeah, this is this is great, but fuck, stop derailing Hunter. <laughs> I like his angry corner. Go, be angry, Hunter. Go. Okay, so yeah, secret is I'm always angry. Um, <laughs> so the the quote is that sums up the whole article from this cat. He's the VP of editorial of editorial and creative services at Ubisoft in uh, Paris, out of Paris. And they're basically decide where the money goes, like what games get developed, as I understand it. So the the quote that pretty well sums it up is, quote unquote, we know we're not taking it far enough uh, in, re- <laughs> in relation to politics and games, because that's what we all thought, Tommy. Thank God yeah. you're on the train. His idea is he wants to make a game that's, quote, a matrix where you get 1,000 lives, where you get... 1,000 mistakes, and within these 1,000 mistakes, you get all these different points of view, and you get something out of it, end quote. Now, that may seem like a lot of bullshit, which it is, but what he what he means is, if you were to make, and this is also from the article, I'm just going to hit some of the highlights that stuck out to me. If you were to make a, a game on, let's say, the Vietnam War, you should have perspectives from, you know, the Viet Cong as well, because really communists are just misunderstood 
and play as them. And maybe you play as one of the civilians because you didn't get enough of farming simulator. So you load up your first person shooter so you can be a, a rice paddy farmer, I guess. Nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about, sir. It's nonsense. <laughs> and that's really that's really the thing of it. He's he's just general politics. There's nothing really specific that he's talking about. Uh but they pointed at like Far Cry Five as a decent example of that. But they should have gone farther with Far Cry Five, apparently. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. It's nonsense. I yeah. I think that goes right back along to the line of like if you want to put a message into a game, you can do so if you do it, I think, in artistic storytelling way. You can't just throw people into a mishmash of different perspectives <clears throat> and be like, you should learn about the horrors of war. That's not what people buy video games for. Right. No. It's, right. It's, yeah. That's not what it is. That's not, I mean, there are movies for that. And like I said, if you want to make a game and tell a, a, a very, you know, poignant and beautiful, you know, story and try to teach a lesson with that, you can. You can maybe teach the horrors of war through that avenue. But sure. it's not like, it's not, that just doesn't seem right <laughs> in the, the, the approach he's taking. It just, it's, yeah. you know, it seems flawed. But yeah, because anytime, anytime you go go that far with it, you compromise gameplay. You have to if you're mm-hmm. going to try to make a point. It almost can't be fun if you're trying to like be respectful or or whatever. <laughs> like you can't yeah. make it this over the top experience. You know, I think one game that yeah. mostly I hit it that. was like Red Dead, just because so much of that game deals with like accepting death and legacy and Red Dead Two and like I, I, you know, but that's still a game. You can walk into a town and just be a jackass and shoot everybody in the town and be stupid. But like the curated portion, the mission structure, yeah, there's some shooting galleries and stuff at the end. But for the most part, it's kind of somber and, and sticks with that. And that's why, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people that didn't think it was a particularly fun game. But it was a game mm-hmm. that leaned heavily on a specific message, not necessarily a political message, but still one of existential issues. Yeah. 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 It, he brings up Wildlands. That's the one in Bolivia, right? Uh, and how yes. they sh- more should have been done with that to uh, point out Bolivian culture, I guess. I don't know. That's what I always think yeah. when I sit down to play a game. Like, you know what I haven't seen enough today is your political opinions, sir. So why don't you put some more of that in my video game? But I'll I do. <laughs> I don't know. It's. That's pretty well most of the article. Like I said, it's it's a long and it's again it's a well written uh, article by Kotaku, uh, and it yeah. goes through a bunch of their games. Points out like Division. There's some uh, political stuff in that one just by its nature, sure. you know. But the whole the whole point is he needs to do enough to affect politics. He needs to do more to. He didn't even say that's the thing. He didn't even say a lot other than we just, we need to do more, but it doesn't really point out what more is. Yeah, his idea of more is like. Oh, let's just put different points of view, which doesn't necessarily hammer home your point. In fact, it can obscure it or introduce the fact that multiple truths that could seem contradictory can exist in the same time. You know what I mean? Like you can just make it more convoluted or more challenging and not necessarily get a stronger point across whenever you're going through the lens of multiple. Right. But, you know, people tried this before a few years ago when they said that there shouldn't be as many anime titties and the gaming community collectively <laughs> told people to shove it up their own ass. So I can't imagine this goes over very well. 
which is one of the things I'm proudest of of the gaming culture as a whole is we don't have time. We don't want anything to do with the bullshit. I get enough of that. Yeah, I do ethics training at work. I don't want it in my game. Yeah, exactly, dude. I don't need that bullshit. Fuck off. We're not hurting anybody. Can you just can you just isolate that audio clip of Hunter saying anime titties? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably that. just repeat it over and over again. I want that. Forty-five <laughs> I minutes. Yeah. I just wanted like fifteen seconds of that. Thick with two C outro music. <laughs> <laughs> auto tune oh, that God. shit. Anime so that's anime titties. Anime titties. That'd be great. <laughs> just auto tune it. Or you could it. use that bouncy lady song from GTA Five. Oh. Bounce, mm. bouncy lady. I can't remember how the rest goes. That's all I remember. But. God, that's that's not a song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I won't. Uh, I won't beat you to death with the actual specifics of the article. I pretty well, pretty well covered it. That's not a song. It's the song of my people. <laughs> how, much, how much ice cream you've been licking today, man? Uh, I don't know if it's ice cream. Crap. <laughs> Oh dear! Oh shit! But yeah, well, I mean, so that's thank the thing, you, sir. More politics involved in your life because you can't get it anywhere else. Let's go turn on the Xbox and play politics, man. Yeah. The controllers. Yep, yep, yep. Well, let's talk about the our two games that we played this week. Um, they got uh, pretty integral updates. We'll start with Overwatch. Brooks and Hunter spent a, yep. a decent chunk of time in this one. Um, what did you boys boys think of of both the new character and then the changes to? Is it just a competitive playlist at the moment? Yes, they say there's a way you can can queue for it and do it quick on play quick or play, or okay. they're going to make you able to queue for it on quick play. I hope they do. It's it's f- yes, fantastic. So, thumbs up to both of those. By the way, new character. New yes. Q system, and I'll let Hunter go. But thumbs up to both of those. Fantastic. Cool. Mention the uh, the update in case you missed it uh, is a two 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 roll lock. So when you go into competitive, you pick whether you're going to be a tank, a DPS, or support, and that's what you can't switch out of that. So every, each team has two 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 comp, and eat, every it makes the games way more competitive and a lot more fun. Uh, yeah. I, we ran into a lot less of the like Hanzo and Widowmaker DPS. Because mm-hmm. frankly, it's a lot more obvious when somebody's throwing the match trying to practice a character uh, yeah. when the margins for error are that thin. You know, like it makes the games a lot more tough. But sure. uh, the way that the, one of the biggest things I know Josh, you had mentioned this is uh, worrying about queue times. But yeah. I don't think we waited for more than two minutes. Okay, so it's still pretty game. similar to what it was before. Better. No, no, I would say better. Better. Much, okay, cool. That's also especially cool. for competitive, but yep. they've got they're they're incentivizing it. So if they're low on healers on the support, they might offer you a loot box to queue a support for a game, or just yeah. offer you some credits, like twenty five credits to queue as a tank or whatever. And it all seemed to be. I did notice queuing for DPS had the longest queue times, shocker, but only by like maybe a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. Other than the other two, if you queue yeah. as a healer, I was in. We were in queuing as a, as support in under a minute every time yeah. almost. Yeah. Let me ask you real quick. So you play a comp match you've queued for a support character. After that match is over, do you stay in the playlist as a support character? Does it bounce you back out and you queue again and you, you select? 
How does it handle that? On competitive, you've got to requeue again for another requeue every time. So okay. if you're playing, if you're playing cool. competitive match, it's going to bounce you to the main menu, and you got to requeue again. I don't know how they would do that on quick play or not. Right. It said on the update, like you know, you fire up a game, it's like, hey, this is what we've just done. It said we even we've updated this two 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 roll lock for quick play and uh, and comp, but they didn't. It's not obvious how to do it on quick play, but they said it like, yeah, it's right here, dummy. But you can't. I couldn't figure out how to roll lock queue for quick play. So I don't know if that's something that's coming shortly or if sure. they're just, I don't know. what. It was weird. It's weird. I haven't quite figured that out yet, but no, I enjoyed it, it on yeah. on all of it. They they do different SR ranks. So they on the competitive, at least, they rank you for tanks and you have a rank for DPS and you have a rank for support. And Excellent. so it's. Yeah, like it splits it up a little bit more. I was really impressed with it. Brooks, did you did you end up liking it at the, at the end yeah, of it still? I loved it, yeah. Um, you know, to touch on a couple points that Hunter made, we uh, we very, well, towards the end, I guess, it, it took probably, God, 15 matches before we got a queue where we were like, okay, this, this, this shit sucks. Why did we get a Hanzo and a Widowmaker? You know? Yeah. Something like that. Or... You know, where you, there are obvious characters, you'd be like, dude, just play this person for this match and what they have picked. I mean, it's an obvious counter. It's, it's a better play. Uh, right. But so it felt like it improved that quite a bit. That's kind of why I've stayed away from um, competitive. That plus, I just, there are some characters and, and roles I'm not as good at yet. And so sure. the ability to for me to, if I want to play a comp match, you know, I can say, okay, I know I can play this character. You know, I can main this character. Well, let me queue for that and get that guy. And you're good to go. Because if you... One of the biggest issues I've had with the Overwatch competitive community is that if you play a character in a competitive match and you're not very damn good with that character and you're a big significant portion of the reason your team loses, you are going to get some hate. You're getting thrashed. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you'll, and you'll get it, you know, over the comms, too, if you're in team chat. And that shit's toxic. And, and this, I think, eliminates it. And another thing is, you know, Hunter and I were discussing... It's it's really cool because we can both say all right let's heal, and we can queue as, as support, and we have yeah. those two slots locked down, and so before where you're in competitive, you might want to play a tank, and somebody might want to play DPS, and you you might even have three people going, but if you don't get some decent heals, you're not doing nothing. Sure, right. And so you can you can lock those two roles down and know okay I'm gonna run Lucio while Hunter runs Moira and we're going to kill it. We're going to, you know, yeah. we're going to keep this team alive. The best. Yeah. I like, and so it's I like fun. being able to lock a roll down. Uh, like you just mentioned, cause you know, there'd be times in competitive where you might jump in and you wait until to see what your other team picks, right. To just kind of fill in like, fuck, we just got four DPS. I guess one yeah. of us is a tank and one of yeah. us is a healer. Uh, it's yeah. like that. All that shit's gone. You have a lot more. I feel like it, at least with two, at least more than one, you know, the more people yeah. after one you have, now you have more control over it than you did, like Brooks saying, because you can lock down heels or whatever, and at least communicate with that. You know, just just to clarify here, you said on each of the classes you have, uh, essentially, you said an SR rank. I don't even know what that right. means. That it's just- the I don't remember what it stands for, but it's the uh, okay. It's the way they rank your competitive uh, level. Okay, so that's individualized, right? So, like, if mm-hmm. I'm a terrible healer and my score is not particularly good there. I'm going to queue against players who have similar scores when yes. I'm playing support. But if I'm just a bumping tank, then I'll play high-ranked opponents. Yes. Okay, cool. It's 
uh, I don't know. I was I was nothing but impressed with it. Frankly, I was I was a little worried, like I said, about queue times, but that didn't seem to be an issue at least on Tuesday. So and Wednesday, yeah. and yeah. I I honestly felt like it was the best Overwatch that I've played in a while. Like the most fun I've had, the most right. fun gameplay mode that I've done. I mean, it's just competitive, but tweaking it that way made it where I was like, oh, dude, yeah, I'll I'll queue for this now. Like I'll play this. Oh yeah. Do you think it's one of those changes, because I, I know sometimes, like, when games get too wild, right? Like, a game can come out and it can be kind of dull. And they make changes to empower players and whatever, and it starts getting really wild. Then they scale it back and do something kind of like this. Do you think it's something that will be liked for a while and then people will feel limited? Or do you think it'll continue to be a, a positive? I think it'll be a positive, mainly yeah. because the reason that they did it was because they were getting stale in their overwatch even in their overwatch league where you were having people that were running like just not really a normal team comp uh-huh. running goats a lot, a lot your, running three healer three tanks yeah a lot of your tanks can can do a lot of dps in overwatch and and when you when you restrict it down you you would think maybe it would get boring because you don't have those same combinations but for competitive within itself it's better because there are a lot of characters in those classes that are underutilized right? Um, because they're just, you know, they're, oh, there's a better comp. If you, you know, run the, if you trade out the DPS slot for this tank and run it with this tank, it's awesome. And so if you open that up to where now it's, it's a little more individualized. I mean, you're just going to have two tanks, two DPS two support. So you can use a lot more of those characters, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I, I think it'll be good. Um, and they're yes. doing it in competitive as well, just because they want, to have that match the Overwatch League as closely right. as possible. Um, I, which I, I love the shit out of it, man. I uh, I don't know. I, I, I think people may, there'll be people that are bitching about it, but it, it's going to make me play Overwatch a lot more. It made some of it, it made it maybe a little bit harder. Of course, we were on competitive, so we were getting matched according to your to your ranking, you know, so the matches are going to be obviously be a little bit more competitive, but I, I think it's worth it. I, it was a lot. It was a lot more fun. I mean, we had games that we got. There was one or two where we just got thrashed. Those weren't just a ton of fun, but even yeah. the ones you lose even by a handy margin, they're good. Like they're still close matches. You don't there's rarely that I felt like, oh, well, we're just fucked from the start because we have three DPS and they're all snipers, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it takes that well, aspect out of it, which is no small and we got we got our asses with a couple of matches, and we had a couple of those matches. Where we just whipped a lot of ass, but there were I felt like there were more matches that felt competitive than previous times that I've played competitive. So, tell me, uh, you played Sigma a little bit more than I did. Did you do you like him? Jury out, hate him? Nah, dude, I love him. Sigma's really cool. Um, very cool character. Uh, like like the design decision on his feet. Um, yeah, he uh, likes the feet. I, I really like the feet. Uh, I think it's, feet. It adds to it. Um, <laughs> I like. I, I really do. I, I I think it's cool, and I don't know if I'm sure someone somewhere finds it offensive that he's like been in a mental hospital and all that shit. But like, obviously, he has psychic powers, and so uh, some of these he lines controls gravity. Yeah, yeah, with his mind and shit. Because in some of these lo- voice lines that he says when you're playing with them are, are really cool because they'll be like oh that that song that song it's playing again and it's just yeah. like he kind of plays as this crazy person but he his moveset is very very cool um, it's he's got badass. a great toolbox um so he's got a shield 
that you can shoot out and you hold down left trigger. And then when you let go left trigger, it stops. Um, but you don't have to do it on a rail. You can, you can push it up, you know, set it all these angles. Um, I found it was very effective. Like if there was an Arisa shield or something out there, you could push it through her shield and now she can't shoot through her shield. <laughs> and so, just cancels a shield out. So everybody's got to bust shields out and reset. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty handy. And it, it's great. And then he also has, um, on left bumper, he can absorb incoming projectiles um, and shield himself for a short time. So he has like this cool diva mechanic to him as well. Um, he also throws, you gather up chunks of earth around you and you throw a thing that stuns somebody. Um, so with that combination, you can, you know, you can jump up in front of somebody with your little, you know, projectile thing and stop a lot of ults that way. Um, yeah. You know, most of them you can also use your stun blast to stop a lot of ults and then you if you have a super um he jumps up in the air and he pulls everybody in the radius you get to, a little bit to select the radius you'll pull them up and then you'll throw them down and it does a decent amount of damage but you'll disrupt an ult like that too and so it just becomes a really uh really good counter tank uh yeah. so yeah he, he was a blast to play um his hey. orbs his his orbs that you shoot you get two of them, and then he just it takes a second to recycle, and you shoot two more. But the ricochet, um, they're they not they don't have a lot of range, but you can hit them at the ground, um, at somebody's feet. You can bounce them up and get headshots from around a corner. Them. Yeah, it's it's great. So a lot of fun. Area um, of effect damage. Yeah, pretty difficult um, character to kind of get the hang of, but when you can figure him out, he's a blast. And I'm no pro at him or anything like that. It just he when you figure out some combos you can use this stuff for, he, he can be really useful. It's a wild, I don't know where, what category you'd put him in. He's like, he's an off tank probably like an off shield tank, like yeah, an off counter I mean, shield tank. It's a weird guy, but it, I played him a little bit, uh, in that role queue. And I, I really, I don't like playing tank. I'm shit at it. I'm a support on overwatch, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, I think he'd be one. It wasn't as difficult to get a shield down as I thought it was. So if you have seen it and you just not dicked with it, like I didn't because you're not a tank and you thought it'd be a bit of a pain in the ass. He's not as hard as Ham, uh, Hammond to use. Yeah, uh, for wrecking sure. Ball. Well, uh, he's a lot of fun. I definitely give him a shot. Yeah, that's kind of another good point, too, though. I do like that, you know, when they, they came out with the Sigma and then they came out with Wrecking Ball before that. And it's like they're two very, very different tanks than what very you're different. used to seeing. And um, they just they keep doing that with these characters that come out. I mean, even like look at, you know, when Brigitte came out as a support character. I mean, she's a shield. She stunned people with it. She gains health for her and her allies. When she hits people with her mace, like they just, they keep putting these twists on ways that you can play within a certain class. And it's, yeah. it's really neat. It's cool to figure them out. And then once you figure them out you're like, okay, this is for me or it's not for me. I'll go back to the, you know, this one, like uh, Hammond's really cool. You can fly across the map in no time and get behind people, disrupt them. They start chasing you. You just turn to a ball and bail out. And next thing you know, your team's slipping behind them and they don't have that hold on the gate anymore. And it's just when you have all these different characters within a subset of a class, you're able to play tank the way that you want to play a tank. And well, the way the situation calls ways. for. Yeah. Yeah. Cause absolutely. like Damon, uh, Damon Hammond's a dive tank, but it's, he's so different than diva. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but absolutely. like, like you and I had played one time and we had to bust past a gate and you flew over with Hammond and I went through with Diva because I had a little, I had a little bit more, I had the matrix, you know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's real oh, wild. Yeah, I, I agree. These, the the and... new characters are, they keep yeah. hitting them out of the park. I, I keep waiting for them to drop one. That's 
quite disappointing, and there hasn't been one yet, in my, in my estimation. But no, it's it's fantastic. Um, the the role queue is great. Uh, the new hero is great. Overwatch is great. It's always I think it's always been great. I think it's one that'll hang around until they decide to replace it, because um, that's just what Blizzard do, and they're yep. good at it. So definitely, if you're if you've tried it and we're on the fence, definitely go back in. If you you know just hate Overwatch, I understand that, but if you tried it before and you want to jump in again, if you uh, if this one you put the on the shelf, yeah, if this one you put on the shelf for the last six months or whatever, definitely get some buddies and go in and, and give it a shot. I think you'll enjoy it. Tell us about Vigor. Yes, sir. I'll give you I'll give you the uh, the good, the bad, and the abhorrent of the current state of Mm-mm-mm. of Vigor. So. The good is, I think, um, just the concept of the game. There's not many games like this. And so it's inspired heavily by a PC game called Escape from Tarkov that I couldn't remember the name of last week when we were discussing it. But the basic premise of the game is you go into these areas um, that there's been kind of like an attack. It's like a quarantine kind of deal. And you go into areas that um, are abandoned and you're, you're looting for materials and supplies. And you can fight other players, you can be really sneaky and just get some supplies and exit the map and go back to your base and craft things. Um, Or you can do high risk, high reward, fight for airdrops and and go to areas of the map that that tend to have better loot and stuff like that. So I think the core concept is good. I think the level design is beautiful. Uh, The game set in Norway. there's excellent like mountains and just the the color palettes really really beautiful. The changes in elevation are really great and force you to kind of play in different styles. I think all of that really nice. Sound design is solid. I would say that like hearing opponents like you, it's pretty easy to tell what direction they're coming from and all that stuff. That's done very well. I think the gun design like to the sound of the weapons is pretty good. I don't think it's as good as probably PUBG where you know, you can play PUBG for a few hours and you're like, oh, shit, that was a car 98 or, oh, that guy's got an AUG or something. You know, you, you quickly learn right. the sound, the distinct sounds of weapons, and you can kind of gauge how far they are in that game. This one, it's a little bit harder to tell how far away a gunshot is, and it's a little bit harder to discern what type of weapon it is. They all kind that's, of sound a little muddy. but That's kind of uh, a big deal, though. <laughs> it is a big deal. It is a big because deal. like some of those moments when you're when you're especially when we're really into PUBG, but when you're playing that and you just hear like the shots ring out you're like oh shit dude i can't go that way yeah that's i can't hang right. with that that's yes. a 762 <laughs> rocking across there that's, yeah that, somebody's, somebody's blasting that ak out or, yeah or if yeah. they cut and you run towards it yes and, and immediately die yeah. oh, i'm sorry time yeah uh, <laughs> but and you it, know and you're like god where is everybody yes yeah no, it's, no you're going that way man yeah yeah um, sorry i wanted to drive that home yeah <laughs> Um, you're letting me down easy with all these quaint little. Uh, <laughs> Pardon him, guys. He's blank, been dude. licking a lot of ice cream today. Well, no, you no, you're like you're like looking and you're like naming off all these little pleasantries, like the scenery and stuff. Like I'm not looking for that in a fucking game. Tell me. Oh, about it. I don't want to hear about the trees. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. Um, well, I'm t- <laughs> now. I'll tell you about the game. So the bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so on the bad side of things, they still have not fixed combat. This was a problem when the game released in preview a year ago. Firefights feel awful. 
they're terrible. The hit registration is not good. Oh and yeah, basically they were schizophrenic if, before, man. Yeah, and 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 I, dude, they 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 hyped up all these weapon balance changes and said, oh, gunplay is so much smoother. And so, just initially when you come into combat, it does that stupid thing where if you hit left trigger, you're aiming from third person. The game's in third person, and then you click in the right thumbstick to go first person. Right. Well. This delays you if you're in a close quarters scenario. Like, I, I, it's an extra step I don't want. And there are buttons not really utilized on the gamepad. That's like, dude, just just key one of those to third person aiming, one of those to first person aiming, so I don't have to hit two buttons when the situation oh, yeah. calls for one or the other. Um, and so I don't like that. So that that initially makes an encounter awkward. Secondly, honestly, if you want to win a fight, run a shotgun. Because or a sniper run someone that's going to hit super hard because the autos terrible and the shots don't seem to register. I can't tell you. I didn't play a, a ton of rounds, but I, I played several, and I third partied people over and over again just because they'd be shooting at each other forever, not killing each other, <laughs> and I would just walk up and put a shotgun to their kidney and win. And I got so much stupid loot that I shouldn't have gotten. People who've played the game a lot more than I have who had all these like purple weapons and all this fancy shit. Just because I ran in with the lowest level crappy shotgun and <laughs> just yeah. stood right on them and pulled the trigger. So, like, there's a problem there. Um, the other thing they do, the only other game I've really seen this on, and this was a change PUBG did, I don't know, maybe six months ago or so, where basically if you were looking at a player that was like 400 meters off, he would render with lower frames. And so it would make his movement look kind of slideshowy whenever he was really far away it would be like he's posed this way and then like a second later oh now he's his body's moving it would kind of make him look a little floaty and slideshowy as he was moving but it, it would only look that way when they're really far off and that was just to kind of make the console run a little smoother but this game the enemy players move like that when they're five feet away from you it doesn't look smooth. Oh, it's no. jarring. It's hard to hit them. Like they're they're doing this weird stilted uh, 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 kind of movement. Um, so that's bad. Um, On to the abhorrent category for this game. So yes, this please. game will be free to play soon. <laughs> I do not think this game should use a free to play model. I think it is a decent game. I think if you like PUBG, if you like military games, stuff like that, like and if they ever tune the shooting. I think it could be a very fun, intense game. The core concept is there. But the the gross part of this is since they're doing the free-to-play model, one of the things they've go. done yep, to monetize it, as you're loading into a match, you have different modifiers that you can throw your premium currency toward. Yes. Okay? And now I have a chunk of premium currency because I bought that Founders Pack a year ago. So I was like, what, you know, I'm like kind of curious, what does this do? So there's different little factors you can throw money at. And it's like, improve the general loot drops. And so if I hit the button to do that, there's like a little bar and the progress ticks up a little bit. And everybody else that's going into this lobby sees that, you know, Josh threw this amount at improving the loot table. And so now they're pressured to go, oh, okay, I should probably do that too. And so you're peer pressuring these people that you're going into a match with to spend real money on bumping up the odds that the loot is good. Wow. 
and there's there's kind of an element where you almost have to do it really because the the airdrops themselves do not have the greatest gear on that low tier and so you basically are hoping that people in your lobby are going to throw the currency to buff it to be like a a rare crate or an epic crate or whatever they call them because otherwise it's not going to be worth fighting over and so because if, if it's not worth fighting over then the rounds are pretty stale people aren't playing aggressively because why would they they're not going to get anything that good they're going to risk their own materials to try to get it um and i did not like that i thought that was scummy and i kind of like the apex thing i was immediately like mm, i don't know if i really want to play this um All right doesn't follow our christian guidelines for games nope right nope pretty unchristian if you ask me Mm-mm-mm. so i i do not like where the game is at right now is my general synopsis i think it has a lot of potential but they should really take a hard look at how they're monetizing it and, and probably scrap their current system um, f- to get somebody like myself in. Because, I mean, you think about their target audience, too. They're not going to have many of those kids with mom and dad's credit card playing that type of game. Right. It's too slow. It's too trudging. It's, you know, there's not enough neon colors. Um, no llamas. Yeah. Not there are no dancing. llamas, no dancing, and no <laughs> neon. It's uh, not doing anything for me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... I, I would say a, a, a pretty hard pass on it at the moment, but maybe they'll address some of that in the near future. But let's... let's and you heard it here first, boxers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. That name is really sticking, dude. The community loves it. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. <laughs> here again. Yeah. Community uh, of underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's talk our, our top three games we're looking forward to um, that are coming out this fall, and let's do it where we'll... Brooks, if you'll say your number three pick, and then we can just go around the table. My number three? Yeah, do your number three pick. Like your third, third place. Yep. And oh. then we'll each discuss our third place, and then we'll uh, do that. My one. third place is going to be Blair Witch. Yeah, this one looks super good. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's a very interesting um, concept. I think it looks fun, uh, what I've seen so far of it. You know, there's not a lot of games um, in that survival horror genre that are done or done well right now. Cloud Resident Evil kind of came back to it. And there are a couple more, but definitely room um, for expansion. Yeah. That genre. And this one looks pretty neat. Hopefully they don't, you know, botch it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Kyle, what about you? What's your number three? Uh, The Outer Worlds. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, looking forward to that. I think it'd be be funny and, and fun. Yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> it, I agree that one looks really, really good. Uh, especially, I think that's a lot of the team that did New Vegas. Yes, correct? yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to Yeah, Hopefully so, they can redeem like themselves. <laughs> is, is New Vegas your your favorite Fallout? Do you, or do you have one that you like better? Yes, yeah. They did yeah. really good on the story in that one. And just uh, weapons. Yeah, really good weapons and gameplay. Yeah, I like I like New Vegas the best too. I mean, I think that's what everybody's kind of toting Outer Worlds as is where Fallout should have went. Yeah, <laughs> versus mm-hmm. what it is, um, which is cool. Uh, focus seems to be more on the R- RPG, the role playing aspect of it. And yes, I think that's where Fallout Four really messed up was everything was just a fetch quest. There wasn't, Ugh, there wasn't any interconnected uh, narrative, and and there weren't good side quests. And I think this seems to be the solve for that. So I don't think it'll do anything innovative, but 
I think it'll be a blast. So good pick, Kyle. I like that one. Hunter, what about yourself? Well, it's it's not a, the full game, but uh, the Shadow Keep update for Destiny Two probably be my Ooh. my number three. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. With all right. The, you just took yeah. Josh's number one. Well, <laughs> yeah, what am I going to talk about now, dude? <laughs> I know. I mean, coming up close to that one is Jedi Fallen oh, Order, man. but that's just because okay. I'm curious what they're going to do with that one. I, I'm I, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to actually pick that one up, which is why D 2s sure. update slipped in under the wire for that one. But I am that one has piqued my interest. It looks good. But again, at this point, I'm not getting that one yet. So I think my my number three is going to be that Remedy game Control. So I don't have to wait too long for mine that comes out uh, into this month. And we've talked about that studio before. They made Alan Wake. They made the first couple of Max Payne games. Um, okay. And so they did Quantum Break. They've yet to make a game I didn't enjoy. Quantum Break kind of caught some flack and it was a little uneven, but I still thought it was a hell of a lot of fun. And this game kind of leans into the time bending and kind of spatial manipulation of quantum break and then takes that to the next level. So I'm, I'm excited to play, play that one and see, see what they got. What was the name of that one? It is called control. Oh, I see it here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And so I always like to see that. Yeah. And so they, they always have great stories in their game too. And I think that, their gameplay mechanics they always kind of do something to bend the space in an interesting way that, that keeps the, the gameplay pretty fresh as you're going through the story so um i'm stoked all right brooks number two um i would say coming in at number two for me is gonna be this is kind of a tough one but i went with uh greedfall oh okay yeah mm. um and and mainly just because i'm just really interested in what it's going to turn out to be sure um Beautiful. I mean, it looks great. Yeah, it, it, it seems like almost a, a Witcher-looking aesthetic to it. Um, yeah, it kind of does. But uh, it, I don't know. It just it feels, it feels like something that could be really right on the money. It, it has a lot of these like gothic vibes to it. And um, I'm, I'm just I'm excited. You should look up the cinematic that's out for it if you, if you haven't seen it yet. Um, that'll do more for you than I can do with my voice. Uh, but check it out. It, it looks really cool, but that'll be my article title here. Political intrigue. There we go. Uh Oh, all right, Kyle, you're number two, my man. <clears throat> Shoot. Hunter kind of took it there with the, uh, shadow keep, um, Call, That's of, okay. Duty. Call of Duty. Modern Warfare. Okay. I think that'd be, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Interested how they, uh, pull off this campaign here. Yeah, I'm going to jump in here and interrupt before Hunter can get in. I'm going to say that's my number two as well. Uh, that's my number two as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I think the one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and it may very quickly become my number one. Like, I, I, I'm i I'm kind of mixed on, mm-hmm. on my ranking. That, that, that gameplay, I think that multiplayer gameplay. The multiplayer looks so good. Footage that they released. Oh, yeah. It was pretty fucking awesome yeah Yeah. it it had me pretty hooked in i'm into it yeah i think that one will be spectacular shivered my timbers Mm -hmm. yeah root jiggling (laughs) (laughs) well okay so we got through the number one okay we we knocked out a big chunk kyle you're number one wait no brooks didn't say his number one did he or was call of duty Oh, I thought he was saying that was his number two as well. Uh, I'll, I'll throw in another number one, just because okay. I didn't see it on the list at first, but uh, that Sinking City game. 
Oh yeah, that one does look really cool. Sink I didn't realize City. it was coming out so quick. Yeah, it's uh it's like this Lovecraftian horror game and it looks like you continuously are waking up at the same spot. And I don't know how that gameplay huh. mechanic goes in, but you're in this like city that's sinking under the water slowly and slowly and you're trying to, you know, figure out what's going on or something like that. But it seems like a uh slower paced uh first person shooter, um cool. kind of action adventure horror game it's pretty neat looking that's another one you mm. should watch the trailer for are they relating that to venice i'm <laughs> 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 oh, european that sounds pretty cool yeah and then kyle you're number Shoot. one man i'm surprised brooks didn't go with this one but uh borderlands three nice ah, nice oh, yeah well, i i knew I, that. only reason i didn't is because i knew you were going to <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I September 13th, that one. That one's going to be on Stadia. Better watch your titties, yeah. oh, boys. Shoot. It says that. <laughs> Stadia is coming in hot. <laughs> yeah, she baby. Really Man, they did that's coming up quick. Oh, shit. Sinking mm-hmm. City already came out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, June 27th, boys. Oh, nice. Right. It must have been shit. <laughs> Plus 7.5. This guy gave it. No, no one. That's definitely how you pronounce it. Um, I'm going to check this one out. My bad. Yeah. Um, uh, several streamers got access to playing uh, kind of the opening hours of Borderlands 3 this week. And so got, got a better look at characters that they hadn't really shown off before and the different skill trees you can go down and stuff. And so that all of that looked a hell of a lot deeper than what they've done in the past. And obviously their weapon design looks better than ever. And, uh, you know, I, I think my thing on those games is I'm really bad at finishing them and I'm still a little tepid on that front. It's just like, I, I tend not to sink in the time I need to on that game, but I don't know. I'm going to drag you in. Like you've done all right. destiny <laughs> deal. It's going to happen. Deal. Yeah, you need to do that with I'm the definitely gonna pick it too. Up. Yeah, I'm I'm that's that's not gonna happen, bud. Well, I told you it wasn't gonna happen on Destiny, I did it for you. <laughs> so it's time to play uh, Friendship's a two way yeah. street, motherfucker. Yeah, well you know I'm like <laughs> I I don't I don't make Hunter play PUBG because he doesn't yeah, like it. Yeah, I but that's like don't have Overwatch. the power to make Hunter, him play PUBG. Hunter angry out <laughs> angry outburst <laughs> and deleted that game. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. You're never getting him back. I know. Is that what you want? Do you want me to just have an outburst and delete it? I'm happy to do that. No, I want you to play it and learn it. Story of your sex tape. It would at least be some <laughs> closure. <laughs> <laughs> it would be closure. Yeah, I could just say it's deleted, boys. It's over. It's done. I'd like that. Fuck, Hunter, you just no. convinced me to delete Overwatch. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> no, just well, if we couldn't get you in for the two, 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 the the debut, then that's okay, man. I'm not going to make you do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll play it a little bit. I, I that's bullshit, Hunter, because that's 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 what's created him. That kind of thinking <laughs> right there that that that's created him. Oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. but we love him as he is. I, I will love. We'll him worry about the regardless of how we'll he talk is. About that off but, the air. Yeah. <laughs> Um. All right, Hunter, your number one pick. That's easy money, dude. Gears Five, September tenth. Gears Five, baby. Game Pass. Is that one? Is it come out earlier on Game Pass? Is it? I don't think so. It comes out on like the sixth if you have the pre-order. 
Okay. The ultimate, you have to have the ultimate edition pre-order or whatever, and you can get it on the sixth. Shit, I was hoping that Game Pass would come out early too. Okay, I was torn with making this number number three, so I'm looking forward to that this. I've yeah, I enjoy that one a lot. It's going to be a hoot, man. I know we did that beta, and I haven't been a huge Ugh. fan the last couple of the multiplayer, but the way yeah, they're same. doing the uh, the kill streaks, if you'll forgive the term, because it's not exactly kill streaks. The way they're doing the sure. power weapons is that's new. I haven't seen yeah. anything like it, it mm-hmm. just like that before. I think that's gonna. I think it's gonna change it up. So I'm real excited for that one. But I'm a I'm a gears groupie. I love the storyline, yeah. so I'd buy it just for the storyline. Sure, I'm excited. I'd love to see more games borrow how they handled the power weapons. Oh yeah, I, you know, the way, yes, the way they set it up too, because that was just that was streamlined. Uh, yes, it never felt like you're getting trolled oh, or and it, you know mm-hmm. yeah everything felt good on the planet, but like. If you were getting sniped, it was just like, okay, I got to settle down, get killed, mm-hmm. so I can snipe back. And it, we, right. you know, and you could still kill yeah. the sniper, and they didn't have it. Anymore. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like mm-hmm. just right. the map. The map the stayed time. real fluid because nobody was oh, just yeah. hunkering down on the snipe spawn. So like the yeah. map, the movement exactly. you could use. You were like just the the handful of matches we played in the short time we could. We played all over those couple of maps mm-hmm. because it's just wherever you happen to be, that's where the fight is because you're not fighting over really any particular spot of the map with few exceptions. Yeah. So all that to say gears five, I'm, I'm stoked. And uh, my number one destiny two shadow. Keith, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. They did a, they revealed how armor is going to work this week. It looks great. Um, you'll level up your armor and you'll be able to put any mod that you've unlocked. You don't burn the mods anymore. You just have them. Once you've got them, they're yours permanently. Fuck a dick. And if you want to put like hand cannon loader (laughs) and sniper scavenger on the same fucking piece of armor, by God, you can do it. You can do it. You have to go hunt for that shit. It's just there, baby. Um, so it'll be, it'll be really nice. The armor stuff looks good. They talked about, uh, they've, they're doing a three-part blog series this week. Uh, they kind of did a review of the last six months of the game's design decisions. That was pretty interesting, kind of just how development worked in the game. And then the second one they did, they talked about the armor, and they talked a little bit about revisiting supers and stuff like that. And the third one's supposed to really focus on supers and PvP, and that's the one I'm really curious about. So I might talk about that at length when it comes out, but it's not out yet. Nice. But yeah, it sounds... Good boys. Uh, we just lost Josh for the rest of the year. Yeah, when that drops, I'm gone. gone. Mm-hmm. The only reason I play Destiny, I'm Josh, gone. so I can talk to you. What about yeah, your I kids? <laughs> yeah, I'm still looking for <laughs> them. Yeah, <laughs> side note, the rumor is that the download for that expansion is uh, a cool 68 gigabytes for all you just people. Nazareth. God, <laughs> man. Fucking now, shit, man. I'm not, dude. Now the game's gonna take up 168 oh gigabytes. Oh my god! Oh. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't. God damn I don't it, think dude. we're in Texas anymore. <laughs> Bruce, oh. that is my phrase. I came up with that. Now. That's my. Everybody heard it here first for me on the internet. <laughs> they might Remember miss. When we bought our thing. Xbox ones, and we were like, "Ah, oh, terabytes a bunch." That's a shitload yeah. of memory. Yeah. That's now I have two games. external drives. That's the exactly. state I'm in. Mm-hmm. It's oh, bad. Man. You may not get me on that one. 
<laughs> I don't think I have that much free space. Well, I mean, it is a problem. Like, I mean, I love that game, yeah. and I'll I'll do the space. But for a lot of people, they they have the five hundred gigabytes, which should be plenty, and you're asking them to give up over a fifth of their storage for one game. It's fucked. Yeah, it's a bunch, dude. Yeah, that's asking a lot. But we'll do it because Bungie's got us by the short and curlies. Mm-hmm. Brooks in particular, that dude fucking yep. loves Destiny. He won't they've got, shut up about it. It's yeah, they've got him by all yeah, the fucking short and curliest. Eighty <laughs> of, of fucking checklists. Go here and do this. Go here and do this. Go here and do this. You know what? I might just like maybe they are doing it right with Apex. If Destiny just told me, "Hey, this is one hundred and seventy-five dollars," and have this, I might just be like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Because the other way is annoying as goddamn shit. <laughs> that's what they're. That's they're. Hey, dude, they're in the long con. Here, yeah, jumping to my conspiracy corner. Uh, they're doing it on purpose. Do I have to add music to this too? Yeah, whatever. I don't even give a shit at this point. Just know that in a year, you diehard Destiny people are gonna are, are gonna start seeing it. They're gonna monetize all the shit you worked your ass off for. Yeah, Go ahead, buy all this shit. You don't want to do all this dumb shit to get last word. Here you go. It's five ninety nine ninety nine. my credit card. Where's, where's the desk book? Oh, yeah. Um, you know. Okay. Got a second job this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that's a wrap, boys. Enjoyed it. Uh, Bricks, why don't you end this episode as we end every episode and tell us what's in the box. It's my big black wand. <laughs> oh, no. Add <laughs> <laughs> a sound to that. <laughs> it's a wand in a box. <laughs> it's my wand in a box. As many anime titties. 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 Anime titties, anime titties. That'd be great. Uh, uh, uh.